Hey everyone, welcome back to Table Quests, or should I say Side Quests, uh, because scheduling is difficult. Everybody in our party can't necessarily coordinate regularly due to random changes in their schedules at any given moment, so we decided to start a little project just to fill in the gaps when we're not able to all meet at the same time. So this is our side quest. Uh, we're going to be running just a one-shot. Uh, I normally play Isaiah in our primary campaign. Uh, you know me as Nicholas. I'm sure you probably remember that name very clearly. Yeah, totally. Anyway, uh, I'll be running this short series, kind of a mini-series, with Jeremy, Josh, and Nate, who each have some characters that they're going to introduce for you so you understand what's going on. Hello, everyone. Uh, Jeremy here. You know me normally as the DM for Table Quests, but, uh, well, we're shaking things up. Uh, so, getting into my character. Uh, my character's name is Theodore Collins. Theodore Collins is a halfling who fell in love. Unfortunately for him, this woman was of noble birth, and he's been trying to seek out his fortune in order to ride the social ladder to even have the opportunity to court her. Uh, one day, a fae with incredible power contacted him and told him that he had been chosen. There was a great task that she needed him to complete, and she would give him incredible power in order to do so. He politely declined and returned back to what he was doing, building his business. However, she insisted and provided some motivation, and, well, he begrudgingly obliged. Hey folks, I'm Nate. I play Lucas Harpswell in the normal game. Um, this, for this game, I will be playing uh, Cedric Davis, uh, the Candlestick Kid, who is a um, notorious cat burglar and arsonist. Uh, <laughs> which is news to, uh, to everybody else. Um, <laughs> yep. Uh, but he is, uh, he is a draconic bloodline, um, sorcerer, um, a human variant. Um, and, uh, his father, uh, who he never met was a red dragon. Um, his mother, um, was a human. Um, and he now has retired from a life of crime and, uh, lives quietly in the town with uh, his daughter. Hello, everyone. Uh, I'm Josh Ketchett. You probably remember me from the usually scheduled podcast as Keth, the half-orc monk. In our side quest podcast here, I'll be playing Ithor... Ithar, my own name. I'll be playing Ithar the Blue, a uh, human wizard. Uh, he spent most of his life adventuring with a... Uh, an adventuring crew, uh, delving through caves and mines, across fields and over rivers, and he eventually completed that that quest and that journey, and he decided he's going to settle down back to his roots, back to books, good old books. So he founded a library in the town, and he guards its secrets to this very day.
grab your dice and throw away your rule books because this is a one shot with a new DM. This is Table Quests. Hello, everybody. My name is Nicholas. I'm the potty mouth guy from Jeremy's campaign, Fate's Gambit. And I'm going to be leading three of our fellow players through a one-shot campaign. Yakig, I mean, Jake couldn't be here this evening. Pity that. Yeah. Oh, well. So let me feed you guys a hook here. Yeah. Okay. You three, as I told you before, are retired adventurers of about level 10. So you have some accomplishments under your belt, but you've decided that it's about time for you to settle down. And so you've retired to a rather remote but sizable and wealthy town called Kincardine. Now, Kincardine is home to many other wealthy retirees and a couple magical artifacts. I use quotations around magical. Mostly it's just superstition and ancient tradition. This town has been around for a long time. Uh... And so it has quite a few mysteries about it that nobody's really bothered to explore because everyone here is mostly busy just stopping to smell the flowers. This is a tourist location? No, it's it's just a retired retirement trap. Exactly. It's a retirement trap. So you three fellows have been here. I'd suspect that Josh's character has been here the longest Each of you probably knows each other. Maybe you're not on a first-name basis, but you do know that Ithar, um, there's an old fellow named Ithar who manages the village library, which is surprising that there's a library at all, you know, but he loans out books and makes sure you return them. Um, Cedric is the local silversmith, does a lot of good work, um, known to because he's taking care of his old mother and daughter in his house. And then there's a Teddy Collins, Theodore Collins. Um actually kind of a, a you know him because he he's done some great things outside of town. There are a couple of villages he's rescued. Um he's he's one of the newest faces in town, but you know him because his uh, his deeds have traveled before him, but he doesn't really seem to appreciate it if you ever bring it up. Several weeks ago, no, uh, there's a bit of a, a, a tussle. Out of nowhere, two flying airships descended upon the city along with a very young red dragon and an armed group of Gith raiders began to pillage the town. As is the way of the Gith Yankee, They decided to take some of the most valuable things around, the most valuable and or gaudy things available, kill a few folks, kidnap a few, but leave just enough of you and enough buildings left that you'll rebuild, and eventually, a couple years later, they'll come and raid you again. Unfortunately, some of the things they took uh, include Cedric's daughter, Abigail, uh, and one particular artifact of the cities, a rather sizable bell said to ward off evil from the village. 
Uh, unfortunately, Cedric, your mother also perished in this conflict. Of course she did. Uh, your shop was looted, but not destroyed. You, you're right. Okay. Right. A John <laughs> you Wick offered. was born. <laughs> did, did they shoot my dog, too? <laughs> this isn't I'll John Wick. get you involved in this story. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Come on, John Wick. Everyone you I, know and loved died. <laughs> well, uh, Teddy's, Teddy's fancy, Juno was also among the Taken. Oh, frick. Yeah, you thought you were getting away unscathed, didn't you? No, because my, I, I would not be g- even considering going, doing anything about this unless I was prompted to. <laughs> exactly. And, um, Ithar... You unfortunately lost a precious pair of old socks, um, and these aren't just any old socks. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> these old socks mean so much to you. They were knitted by your mother for you a long time ago. She says that they were made from threads of a flying carpet, and said that. She hoped you felt like you were walking on air every time you put them on. Oh my gosh. There's you stored them in a glass thing. case in the library, and now they're gone. There's Nick, only one you, proper response to Nick, this. Nick, you're, 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 pulling, you're pulling way too deep from our years of friendship here. <laughs> Do you remember there's that? Only one, well, there's only one proper response to having your the, the, the like artifact uh, uh, socks stolen, and that response is... Darn. Yeah. Oh. oh. Somebody had to do it. Anyhow, that's the inciting event. Um, Since then, a kind of pall has fallen over the village of King Cardeen. Um, The days don't seem as bright. The colors are are dull. The sounds are muted. Uh, It seems almost as if the life has been drained from this area. So we, uh, so we begin with the three of you assisting in some of the rebuilding efforts around the town. Helping reframe buildings, uh, clear debris, ease the pain of the wounded, you all are assisting in various manners when uh, a young child comes running in from the edge of town screaming something about monsters. And when everybody turns to look, there seem to be indeed some dark shapes approaching the village. Uh, why is it always me? <laughs> I just kind of look up to this guy like, you think this is funny? You just hear a light, airy voice giggle. <laughs> is that a yes or <laughs> it, it's a fairy you're not going to get a clear answer exactly i know okay does, does any uh, wait so you was there anything we could actually see i i, I there were dark uh, there are several dark shapes approaching the village <sighs> all right how far away are these figures 
Uh, they're probably a, at least a good two football fields from you, so about 200 yards. <laughs> that is two football fields. All right. All right. They take one step closer, and then they're in range. <laughs> yep. Okay. Um, um, well, indeed, if you wait another round, they will be in range. So, dark shapes is all we can see. What uh, is it? There does seem to be a, a light fog around the village. Oh. It's obscuring your vision. I, I, fr- I think I forgot to mention that before when I said that the pall fell over the village. Oh, okay. Well, I think I'm just going to wait. See if anything gets, uh, see how close they get. I'm definitely waiting. And I'm, uh, I pull out my, uh, my, uh, my rod of the Pact Keeper because it Kay. gives me bonuses and garbage. <laughs> Having breakfast this morning. I was enjoying breakfast. And then all this garbage needs to happen. Re- really? Like, Wait, I'm, this all happened. How long ago did the raid happen? Yeah, that's that's actually a good question. A couple weeks. Okay. Oh, jeez. Right. It's been a little. It's been a little bit of time. Creepy fog and the shadowy figures. <laughs> I've seen this before. This happened multiple times before. It always freaking happens. Can someone just, if if we could get rid of the creepy fog, then maybe maybe the towns would be safe. The mists always lead to Ravenloft, in my experience. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am not making this into another Curse of Strahd campaign. I've run that thing <laughs> twice. I don't need to do it again. Surprise! <laughs> That's what you think. As the figures approach, they resolve themselves into two men riding on horses, uh, who actually look kind of familiar. You may know them as uh, Giorgio and Joseph. Who would know them? Um, you them? guys might know them about town. They're just a oh, couple okay. of hunters. They're astride horses. Okay. Um, they actually went missing about a week ago. They haven't been seen in town for quite a while. All right. Um, and now they're just riding back into town. I am paranoid enough to know that these guys are probably bad news. So you, th- so you, th- are you three, all three, waiting at the entrance of the village for the, for them or? I'm probably not at the entrance. I think uh, I'm still just sorting the rubble. Like I, I'm probably like paying attention now, but I, I don't think I've moved from where I was stood sorting the rubble of my house or whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, then they just ride into town, greeting everyone, saying hi. Um, and the mayor of the town, the burgomaster, decides to come down. His name is uh, Tetherius. Okay. And he greets them like, oh, Georgia, Joseph, where have you been? You've been gone for almost a week. Oh, you know, uh, hunting these days isn't so good. We had to travel out a bit farther to find a uh, good prey. <laughs> these guys, they're not like, wait, 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 how long have they been gone? About a week. Oh, okay, so they, they okay, all right. So they know about the raid. Mm-hmm, yes, they all do. Right. All right. I was going to say, if that's not the first thing they're remarking about, that's pretty weird. Yeah. <laughs> Almost like they knew about it. <laughs> All right, so their excuse is that hunting is bad. All mm-hmm. right, hasn't gone well. Right. 
What, what are you guys' passive perceptions? I forgot to ask for those. Oh, boy. Uh, you ready for this? Okay, now the question no, is, a is that something that's automatically calculated? <laughs> it's 10 yes, plus it your perception modifier. Ooh, lad. That's a 10. Uh, <laughs> 13. Oh, never mind. Perception's not crazy. Yeah, 13 for me as well. So 10 and two 13s. Okay. My passive investigation is 19. Oh boy! So if you're looking closely at something, yeah, you just you Wait. just see it. Passive investigation. It's a thing on D and D Beyond. It gives uh, you well, passive yeah, there, perception, passive investigation, and passive insight. Huh. You can technically have a passive anything. Well, yeah, I suppose. You know, it's almost like a, a you can take this number instead of rolling. But yeah, I don't usually use it. Take a ten. <laughs> <laughs> Like with the clockwork amulet. Yeah. Yes. Anyhow, the mayor and the hunter seem to have a conversation, um, and then he invites them to come into his mansion just so they can discuss what's going on uh, with this hunting business. Okay. They enter the building, um, and a moments later you hear a scream quickly cut off. I knew it! Does it sound like the mayor? Yes, it does. Well, that sounded like the mayor. Ah. Uh, okay. This should be interesting. Uh, I'll make my way over. Okay, yeah, the screaming was cut off abruptly, by the way, so approaching the door, you don't hear anything. Got it. Um. Are the window uh, windows... Uh, shuttered or curtain no you can you can look in Uh, you don't see anyone though not in the front windows go around the side then okay you don't see anybody if you circle the house you'll see that nobody it doesn't appear that anybody's on the first level okay I'm gonna look around to make sure nobody's in the vicinity and then I'm gonna uh, try start trying windows to see if any of them are open or, or unlocked I mean okay um, they're not, they all appear to be locked, but it's not a difficult lock if you want to try a sleight of hand. I mean, is the front door locked? I don't want to go in the front door. <laughs> Easily. Window slides right open. I have a plus zero to sleight of hand. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Not really my wheelhouse, but, uh... Well, all it took was basically sliding a card-shaped object between the window things to throw open the latch it's all worth noting i do have a crowbar though (laughs) (laughs) yeah no it's like okay roll sleight of hand okay you bust the window with the crowbar and just dive in it's like goblin locksmith what a great card yeah (laughs) all right so yeah i'm i'm uh i'm in and now i'll start like trying to actually be sneaky okay you can make a stealth check if you want i mean if you want if you want to be stealthy uh 10 Okay, not that great, but... I guess I will follow suit. I'm still kind through of... The, through the window, or the... <laughs> I forget. Uh, screw it. I'm going through the front door. <laughs> <laughs> so you... So Teddy just waltzes in the front door, um, and as you enter, you see uh, Giorgio descending the staircase. Um and muffling laughter. His laughter? Yes. 
He's muffling someone else's laughter. I thought it was like, <laughs> yes, he's covering the mouth of me. Like, he's, he's trying to prevent himself from laughing. Yes. Yes. So, uh, are you going to explain the, the commotion you have there, or am I just going to have to uh, threaten you until you threaten me back, and then you, you probably strike first, and it doesn't do anything, and then I just have to crack back. and like It's this really awkward like exchange, so can we just cut to the chase? Let me cut you, you off right on? there. That's, uh, that's, uh, are you threatening me or not? I'm, not <laughs> I'm entirely unclear on this. I, I'm saying like this only ends one way. Are we gonna are we gonna cut to the chase or? Uh... Are you threatening me? Yes or no? Well, this only ends one way. <laughs> Take from that conversation what you will. Yeah. So at this point, you see he's kind of got a hand on the crossbow slung under his arm. Yeah. Um. And he's like, well, if it's what. Why does this have to end in violence, small man? I'm not saying it has to end in violence. I'm just saying, like, uh, okay, okay, I've, I've, I've done this enough. Here's, here's how this works. I ask you what is going on, and you just laugh at me, and then I prod a little bit more, you get offended, and then uh, I, like, do something to prevent you from leaving, and then you get mad at me and start attacking me, and then you wind up getting knocked out while uh, I... Can I see either of them through the doorway? Yes, you're creeping in um, through a sideway, and you're watching all this from from another room. So, like, all all of this, this back and forth, like... I, I just want to know what's going on. At this moment, you'll see the mayor, uh, the burgomaster, come around from the landing and just say, what, What's all this trouble about? Theodore, what, what do you need, my boy? Uh, so <laughs> He's also muffling laughter. He is? Yes. What happened to the third guy? Well, I don't... AKA these are body snatchers. Yeah, yeah, that 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 was immediately my that was immediately my uh, my guess. Uh, I'm gonna cast detect thoughts. From where? <laughs> oh, right. I should probably get into the building. <laughs> well, well uh, actually, while you're outside, uh, Ithar, uh, you'll notice that the, there are two horses that were left untied outside the mayor's house. The two horses, and as you approach the house one of them turns towards you and all of a sudden just like vomits blood everywhere yep makes sense and starts and like falls over to the ground that's not normal and the other horse starts laughing (sighs) what wait what (laughs) i laughed the The mayor laughed the, the horse, the horse vomits. I eldritch blasted the horse. It was a good time. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, we're gonna fireball both these horses. What? <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> it's funny because uh, okay, so because I'm, the horse is laughing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> horses don't laugh, so obviously it's not a horse. All right. So what's a whinny? 
All right. So was it, was uh, it a whinny or was it like a, a laugh? DM. <laughs> With a. P- <laughs> Uh, it was it was it was actually a laugh it's a very disturbing human-esque noise coming out of the horse so we're fireballing (laughs) so uh (laughs) i i just so while you guys are discussing Uh, this inside (laughs) where'd your friend go as soon as you say those words theodore you just hear a stand back from outside and then an eruption of flame Oh, good. Oh, my gosh. Um, so this is dexterity saves for both of them, right? Oh, yes, it is. Okay. Actually, I don't even need to get anywhere near them. I have a range of 150 feet. One of them was, like, already dead, right? No, it just vomited blood, assuming yeah. uh, he ate the bodies that they're transformed into. Okay, and your save is probably, like, a... Well, what'd you roll? tell you you tell me what your dc is 17 all right so we have one success and one failure okay I rolled a seven and a nine so <laughs> or a 19 damage for Sorry, one. seven and 19 so i'm gonna have to get more dice now because eight d6 is a lot of dice oh frick yeah <laughs> uh so everybody else roll initiative because as soon as the flames go up the other guys like Sprout maggots and oh, good. Um, natural twenty. Fantastic! Dang. Uh, Eight for my initiative. Six, and that's with a plus four. What did you get, Ithar? Eight. All right, so uh, Cedric, you're going to be the first to act. As soon as you see the fire go off outside, you get all excited. It's, it's go time. <laughs> This makes me feel alive. The damage for that fireball? Oh, yes. Please give me the damage for that fireball. 27. All right, so that's the full damage, and then we'll... All right, cool. This is going to be... This is going to be fun. (laughs) So, uh, Cedric, did you say what you were going to do? Nope, I was waiting for, for you to finish marking your damage or whatever. (laughs) It's all you. Okay. Uh, first question, does the mayor, uh, have I, uh, does the mayor have things that I have been interested in maybe, uh, acquiring? Oh, certainly. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Do I know where they are? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know, have you cased the joint before? I've probably been in here before. Yeah, yeah, you've you've done a little bit of the silver for his house, actually. He's he's okay. ordered quite a few pieces from you, so you're well aware of where most of his valuables are. Get some of my silver back while I'm here. Um, I'm gonna spend the I'm gonna spend the round uh, grabbing whatever I can find in the room I'm currently in, <laughs> stuffing it into your bag. All right, so Theodore, you have a high enough passive perception that as soon as you see the fireball go off, you see Cedric dart into the room and just start scooping things into a sack. Alrighty then. You've got to be kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, the horse who was uh, still who the horse who laughed. As someone said recently, there's only one way this is going to end. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> 
So the horse who laughed is going to face you, Ithar. Um, and he's going to sprout this nasty black tentacle out of his mouth cool. and attempt to slap you with it. That's not natural at all. No, it's not. I'm starting um, to think that this is definitely not a horse. <laughs> yeah, and he's going to hit. Yeah, probably. Seems normal to me. So you're going to take nine necrotic damage. Cool. That doesn't sound good. And your hit points are permanently reduced by two. What? I mean, until you finish a short or long rest. Then the other horse who was on the ground... No, he's going to use a little bit of movement to stand up, and you're probably much further away, so he's not going to be able to reach you in this turn. Did that, but other, he's going did to that st- first horse run up to me, or did this tentacle reach out and get me? Uh, the first one walked up to you. Oh. Yeah, uh, it's, it's actually kind of freaky. The horse kind of moonwalked over to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you, you could see its hooves moving, but they didn't really need to touch the ground. And the other horse is, like, its head is just going to turn completely around this round. This is all very, very odd and strange. <laughs> it's like a uh, source filmmaker <laughs> video. <laughs> all right. So then we're going to go to, uh, it's actually going to be Ithar's turn. I'm in melee range of the one horse, right? Correct. Hmm. Well, if I teleport away, that does not invoke opportunity attacks. No. All right. I'm going to cast Far Step and teleport 60 feet backwards. Okay. Most people have retreated from the flaming ring that you guys were inhabiting before. Um, so you've just teleported yourself to another section of entry, uh, empty street. Yeah, away from the house and the horses. Right, you're behind a little bit of rubble. Yep. Is this um, rubble? <laughs> it was just a little workout. Just to stay, stay loose. loose. You know what... <laughs> Gosh darn you! We can't go blow and cover again. Uh, it wouldn't be an episode of Table Quest if we went off on a reference tangent. I just I made the reference. You guys were the ones who uh, turned it into a tangent, right? <laughs> well, it's the we Incredibles it's specifically. The Incredibles. We, we basically quote it every single episode. Yeah. Fly home, buddy. <laughs> Far step home, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have any other actions you could take then, Josh? Um, I'm going to check my cantrips and see if any of them are bonus actions. Probably not, though. Okay. Um, we'll come back to you if you oh, do. I don't. Okay. 
All right. Well, we're going to go back inside. <laughs> and our friend Giorgio, who's not your friend, is yep. going to pull out, he's going to whip out that crossbow he's had his hands on, and he's going to fire a shot at you. Giorgio's not here okay. anymore. Uh, what did you say your armor class was? Uh, mine? 14. Okay, so then he actually misses. Oh, okay. Wow. Then next up we have um, Tithurius, the mayor, who's just going to vault the banister. What? Okay. Fall down to the floor, and his arm is going to morph into that same kind of tentacle thing which he's going to attempt to slam you with. Okay. By the way, now every one of these creatures is engaged in maniacal laughter. Okay. Dang, okay, he also misses with his tentacle. Wow. Man, I thought these guys were going to be a little tougher. <laughs> but now it's uh, now it's actually your turn, Theodore. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, so I am going to use one of my two spell slots. Uh, I'm going to... Oh. Uh, I am going to cast as fifth level... Armor of Agathis. And what that does is uh, it lasts... uh, Hang on, I have it up. It lasts for an hour. Uh, I gain five temporary hit points per level, so 25 temporary hit points. And um, any creature that makes a melee attack against me takes 25 cold damage. Nice. For that duration. All right. So I will bump up my hit points to almost a hundred, and uh, <laughs> subtract my one spell, sl- one of my spell slots. Uh, so yeah, uh, I think that's it. For my turn. Oh, and as a bonus action, I'm gonna summon my weapon, my my sword, in my hand. Your little flame tongue. Yeah. Which is a sword 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 a sword 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 sword. Gosh, I, lesser I just restor- lesser restoration. Lesser restoration. Again. Yes, forged <laughs> from the fires of lesser restoration. It's yeah. There's no T in restoration. Yes, Lester restoration. Lester restoration. Yeah. Um, yes, and his and his uh, his sorted shorts. Yes, sorted shorts. <laughs> uh, and it's the sorted shorts of Lester restoration. Oh, never mind. Uh, summoning my my weapon doesn't cost a doesn't isn't a bonus action. I think it's a free action. Uh, oh. Cool. Just appears into your hang on. I, I have so, so you just do it like you strobe it. Yeah. It just <laughs> <laughs> it's here. That's gone. That's here. That's gone. Uh, I see it. I know. So Cedric, what are you up to? You've managed to scoop quite a bit of silver into your bag. Oh, good. Um, yeah, things have gotten pretty weird out there. Yeah, you're now seeing this halfling is dueling two. Two probably not humans. One fired a crossbow at him, and the other one's arm just turned into a large black tentacle. Oh, never mind. It is an action. Okay. 
I, I will now not do that. Um, did I notice him notice me? Is he the only one of the three that's mm -hmm. noticed me? Yes, the other okay. two seem to be single-mindedly attacking Theodore. Um, they don't have great passive perception, and they're distracted, so your stealth roll still applies. Can I get into um, a position from which uh, uh, Theodore can't see me, but I can hit the other two with a burning with burning hands? Uh, that's a 15-foot cone, is it not? Um, let me just check here. I believe you're correct. Yes. Okay. Then there's not really a way that you could hit both of them without Theodore seeing you do it. Okay. Then instead, I will hit, um, the mayor with a fire... Scorching Ray, maybe. Ooh, Scorching Ray is like fiery magic missile, right? Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, I will hit him. I will target him with the first... Um, uh, the first of the... Rays of Fire. Okay. So is that a dexterity save on his part, then? No, it is actually a uh, spell attack. All right, go ahead and make it. Uh, oh, that's pretty good. Um, let's see, plus charisma. Yeah, that's a dirty 20. Yeah, that definitely connects, so... Okay. Um, following which, do I have to roll for each one of them? Let me just check real quick. For each ray, yes, okay. So the first one will deal him... Um, nine, no, not nine. I have to add charisma, so, um, 12, at least 12 fire damage. Okay. Um, yes, okay. And then I will make another range spell attack. I'm sorry, this is, I've never, uh, I don't think I've ever actually, like, properly played a sorcerer before. Mm. Um, that's a 13. Uh, that Wait, with, 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 a, right, with spell attacks, do you have proficiency? Yeah. Oh, you yeah, do. that should be to your spell yeah. attack bonus, yeah. It should okay. be your proficiency plus your spellcasting mod. Uh, in which case, that's uh, 17 out of 13. Then it will actually hit. Okay. And this time he will take um, uh, 11 fire. Okay. Has he gone down yet? <laughs> so let's see you did uh 12 or 13 damage initially or 12 damage i think it was 12 and 11 12 and 11 okay no he has not gone down okay uh uh he's 25 so we'll get the third one on him um and that is um eight fire eight fire okay he's still up wow Remarkably. i do ignore resistance um, then and... he's definitely not up. He's dead. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, and I've done that. Sorry, from I forgot a... about your elemental affinity. Yes. Uh, and I'll do that from a position uh, uh, from which I cannot be seen actually uh, slinging spells. Sure. 
Yeah, then to you, Theodore, it just appears like out of nowhere. Maybe maybe it was the wizard outside throwing more fire, yeah. but three motes of fire just erupt into the room and punch three holes through the chest of this mayor. And as you watch, his body falls over, and out of his mouth struggles this thing that looks like a black jellyfish mm. that also has these holes through it. And it just kind of crawls onto his chest and then flops there, dead. Well, cool. finally someone's pulling their weight. So then we return outside where the two horses are looking around for wherever Ithar went, and they're calling out. Here, man, 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 man. Here, man. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this would make an amazing movie. <laughs> like I'll, I, I'm already sold. See so yeah, how these horses are moonwalking around. <laughs> yeah, man, 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 man. Um, Ithar, you're hidden. Uh, you know, make a make a stealth check behind cover for me. Wait, I got a magic thing. <laughs> uh... oh, you have cloak of elvenkind. Yeah, that's what it is. I gotta read what it does again. <laughs> Uh, perception checks made to see me have disadvantage. I have advantage on stealth checks made to hide. Okay, then I'm not even going to make you roll. They can't find you. Good. So they spend their two turns just moonwalking around outside. Awesome. So then we return inside where uh, Giorgio, who's still up with his crossbow, has managed to load another bolt and is going to take another shot at Theodore. Okay. Just like... Sure. Well, I I hope you didn't mean that I have to end up like uh, your friend there. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the way it's looking, so... And crossbow bolt. Okay, this one's actually going to hit. Okay. And you're going to take uh, nine piercing damage. Okay. He, he does see that you're surrounded by this really um, faint blue... I, I believe that's how Armor of Agathus is described. Yeah, it's, it's a just protective kind of like, magical force, uh, like a spectral frost. It's a kind of... Yeah. It's like an ice shield, so, basically. Yeah, as he's watched, you almost seem to have little fractals of ice appear all over your clothing and skin and there's this faint chill in the air around you, so he's definitely backing up the staircase as he takes this shot. Yeah, and it, uh, since it didn't... It doesn't actually hurt me. Uh, it kind of chips away at the ice, but it, it, it doesn't really... Doesn't really right, do. it just takes some of your temporary... Yeah, it just it's taking away some of the temp hit points. It's, mm-hmm. It doesn't actually connect with me. Nice. Okay, so when he shoots you, it just kind of shaves a trail of ice off your arm. Yeah. And at that, he continues his now nervous laughter and goes, like, makes a break up the stairs. Okay. And we actually go to Ithar. Yep. Oh, shoot. I was just thinking this guy going upstairs was good for us, but we just watched one of them vault off of the uh, balcony, so never mind. <laughs> They're probably yeah. fine. Is that what you're yeah. saying? Yeah, he can probably jump out the second story, no problem. 
Now the only things I can see are the um, the two horses, right? Right. I yeah. I can't Most everybody, inside. everybody else has left the streets. All there is is you guys, the remnants of your fireball, and a bunch of rubble. About how far away am I from the house? You said you teleported 60 feet? Yeah. So I was Okay, so you're feet. about... <laughs> yeah, you're... Well, I mean, you're not 60 feet from the house. You're probably... Yeah, yeah, you're probably more like 60 feet from the house at this point. Okay. Um, is there any, like, rubble or something I could hide behind closer to the house? Uh, yes. Cool. There was, there was a house that was basically leveled right next to the mayor's house you're hiding in its bits and pieces so you could even you could scuttle across it well no it's far step up for a minute i can teleport again as a bonus action oh dang okay so i'm gonna teleport another 60 feet but this time i'm gonna teleport closer to the house Mm -hmm. towards some of that other rubble all right yeah you're still concealed your cloak has taken on the texture of broken stone and plaster. Yeah. Um, but I can still only see the horses, correct? You can see in the windows of the house, uh, you can see that there is this halfling fellow standing in the foyer, and as you watch, an arrow, a crossbow bolt specifically, just shaves right through his arm. Uh, but he doesn't seem to at all flinch. And then you hear the sound of nervous laughter from inside the house. Okay. Um, hmm. There also appears to be, you see the mayor dead on the floor. Well, that's definitely not good. But <laughs> I think I would rather... Well, to yes that. it is. You just don't know it. <laughs> yeah, I just don't know it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think I'm going to cast Mage Armor, because that's not concentration. Cool. That just adds like what plus base, uh, base AC becomes thirteen. So my okay. AC now is a fourteen instead of an eleven. Cool. Not much better, but you never know. Much better than it was. Okay. Because that was so my you action. Also I cast the spell, and my bonus action was to teleport. I am finito. Okay. All right. So yeah, now you have your own little set of shimmery protective fields. So, after that is Theodore. All right. Um, so he, he, like, ran up the stairs? Correct. Um, in that case, I'm going to summon my uh, flame tongue, and it kind of materializes into my hand, and uh, then I'm just going to run up the stairs after him. Um, so materializing it cause it is an action. So, so I'm, yeah, I'm I'm summoning my blade. So I have this like, fl- uh, oh sorry, and I whisper its true name so that it fl- like lights up. So I have this shield of ice around me and a flaming sword. There we go. Sweet. Okay. We're actually gonna have to move along on the. Uh... <laughs> We're going to move along on the initiative order, because that's what we're supposed to do. Yep. Uh, which actually means we go back up to Cedric. Okay. 
Um, uh, where where is the mayor? Well, okay. Do has has the mayor been like trying to figure out where the raiders came from? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, it was uh, in fact his daughter, who was kidnapped. Oh, okay. Um, it was your love interest, Theodore. This was her dad. Oh, it was. Oh. <laughs> yes. Whoops. Surprise. Where's his study? His study is upstairs. Okay. Heck. Um, do I know where it is? Like. Yes, it's on the opposite side of the house from where the zombie and. Uh, well, it's not a zombie properly. Wait a minute. Now there's literally nothing. Oh, okay, okay. There's one thing standing in the way, but like, I don't have to prove myself to her dad anymore because he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I just did you a favor. I'll be expecting my invitation in the mail. <laughs> yeah, you saw you saw the little halfling run. Uh, he's in pursuit of this possessed yes. Giorgio. Now, the study is on the opposite end of the house. Now, do I think he saw, he recognized me, or do I just think he saw, like, somebody? Uh, he probably just saw somebody. He, you know, right. he's not super perceptive. He just uh, noticed somebody. If you heard me, I said, I, it, like, back then I said, well, it seems like fi- someone's finally, like, right, at right. least someone's pulling their weight or something like that. Sure. So. I'm going to, um, I'm going to say, got to be more careful than that. And I'm going to uh, engage my hat of disguise as I um, move, as I, uh, and then um, immediately after that, I'm going to cast, uh, I'm going to make myself look like, uh, uh, does the mayor have a wife? Uh, yes, he does. Okay, perfect. Um, <laughs> Is she alive? Yes, she is. Oh, okay. So I'll do that, and then, um, and then I'll dimension door into his study. Oh, nice. Okay. So you just boop boop. Yep, you're in the study. And uh, I immediately start rifling through his papers, looking for anything that might uh, indicate, because, uh, yeah, I, I want to be sure that. Uh, I've got as much information as I can get before this place burns down. <laughs> yeah, okay, so amongst the papers, you find weird drawings of boats um, and several notes to the village craftsman, uh, Alagon. Hmm. Okay. Um, boats? Oh, boats, like airships. Correct. Was this Okay. This was an inside job, maybe? I grab everything. <laughs> okay. Just sweep it into the bag with the silver. Yep. And I think that's going to conclude my turn, because that's that was an action and movement. and Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay, so we go back out to... <laughs> we go back out to the horses, <laughs> who still can't find anybody. Look and so now my what they've horse. done... My horse is amazing. <laughs> Well, what they've, what they've resorted to doing now is now they've gotten kind of bored, so they're moving to other houses and staring in the windows and calling, Look what I can do! Barf's <laughs> blood all over the window. Oh, gosh. So, yeah, they're just going window to window now and, like, either spewing blood or 
screaming. I don't know why, but I can't stop picturing them wearing straw hats. <laughs> Horses with hats. Yeah. So that's that's all they do on their turn is like one of them tries to bang on a door with its head and then just like sticks it through and you hear him say, "Here's Horsey." Oh no. And then someone inside says, why the long face? <laughs> Except they're laughing, so it's less. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so Theodore, when you yep. sprinted up the stairs, you saw him go into a room and he's kind of cornered there. Okay. So he turns to face you. Yep. There's no windows in this room that he's turned into. Okay. And he just kind of like looks left, looks right. And then just kind of like shakes his head and goes, Oh, <laughs> I forgot. Bye bye. And then disappears. Wait, was this a spell? Yes. Good thing I brought my die move. Was this a spell? Yes. I'm going to cast counter spell. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, I've never been more proud. I, I've never cast a counter spell that actually worked, I don't think. Uh, so I'm so, looking forward to so this. Dimension, so that cancels out anything of third level or lower, correct? It ended at fifth level or lower. It's just, just immediately ends. Because it's, it ha- it's a fifth level spell than slot. Than it has happen. to be a fifth level spell slot. Because he has to cast it as a fifth level spell slot. So yep. anything fifth or below. Yep. Okay, then yeah, he goes, he kind of goes, bye bye. And you're like, oh no, you don't. And he like, you can see that he had a little bit of momentum taking him somewhere. Yeah. And instead, he just slams into the wall. Awesome. Like, <laughs> ah! <laughs> what, what the dickens? You little toad! <laughs> I am unnerved by the slam against the wall. Uh, toad, you're one to talk, jellyfish. Mm. At this, he's just gonna, like, grin and start drooling black liquid. All right. Cool. Cool. And that's that's all he can do this turn. Awesome. Um, so then we go, we cut back out to Ithar. Now, can I see the staircase from where I am? Yes, you can see through the window. You can see the staircase. Is it within 60 feet of me? Yes, it is. Then I can use my bonus action to teleport there, because I can see it. All right. So, Whee! boop, you're in. Okay, now I'm going to walk up the staircase... Presumably mm-hmm. towards where all this commotion is with people banging into walls. <laughs> well, yeah, you're just going to, as soon as you teleport in, you're going to hear a, Oh, you little toad. <laughs> you're one to talk, jellyfish. <laughs> and then. <Yep. laughs> Ooh, sound effect and a half. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm going to run into the room. I'm going to see the, the mayor guy drooling black liquid. Uh, this isn't the mayor. The mayor is the dead. Hunter. was dead oh. on the floor. This, this is, is one the of the other, hunters. The other hunter? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'm going to cast Hold Person. Awesome. On, nice. Wait. He made it all the way up the stairs like that? Oh, he, did, Or did he just find a third person? No, he teleported as a bonus action and then used his movement action to climb the stairs. To get the rest of the way. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this wizard can move. I guess well, so. Because w- I can teleport to anywhere I can see within 60 feet. Wow. Is that Misty Which, no, it's a uh, far step, which is even better because I can keep oh, wow. doing it on every turn as a bonus action. That's crazy. Um, so that's a charisma saving throw. I'm pulling it up. It's not on the. Uh, or is it wisdom? Put it on D and D Beyond, so it's on. Well, yeah, you have to buy it on D and D Beyond because I feel really drunk with sour already. 
Just to yes, mention save. Felt so good. The fact that I counterspelled something is just like, yes! Yeah. I'm looking okay, forward to the first time I get to do that. Wisdom saving throw. Wisdom saving throw. Okay. And your DC is 17. Yes, so is. he is going to fail. And all of a sudden, he just kind of paralyzed. <laughs> and I'm no longer misty step or far stepping. Because it's a concentration. concentration. Yeah, okay. So I hold, I brandish my staff out in front of me and I say, you're not going anywhere. And he just, (laughs) you old fart. Jellyfish. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to spit black bile stuff at you. Okay. And it falls terribly short. Yeah. Like, just it just yeah. dribbles down his chin. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like he like tried a, to spit, but it didn't work. Yeah, it came out more as a black raspberry. Alright. So yeah, he's held. Yep. And it's actually your well, turn, also, Theodore. Well, I'm also gonna mention, oh, oh fellows, there's two things outside that look like horses. They're probably going to terrorize the town. Yeah, yeah. I'll 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 deal with those as soon as I'm done with this guy. And uh, so I I walk up with uh, with flame tongue, and because of my uh, uh, because of my uh, eldritch uh, invocation, thirsting uh, thirsting blade, I'm going to attack twice. Wait! Don't kill him. What? Why not? Information. Their bodies Why do you think I captured him rather than just blew him up? Say it in your character voice. God dang it. Sorry. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What are you doing? Don't kill him. We can pump him for information. Okay. Um. Fool? Well, I guess I'll go deal with the other ones then? Isn't there a third one that we're not accounted for? What do you, a third one? No, no, no. We, we already killed one. Oh, quite right. Yeah, the question... What? We killed the mayor. Yeah. But there were two guys who walked in here, and you've got one. So there is a... there. Well, there might be... There's a third body, at least. Yeah, there's a third body. That we haven't... That is unaccounted for. Yeah, as you're, as you're sweeping papers off the desk, you turn and... Whoop, there's there's another hunter's body in the study. Uh is he dead? He's quite dead. Okay. Well that's good. In fact he looks like he's been dead for a, a couple while. days. He smells Just suppress yeah. a scream. Just wasn't expecting that. Well, what I I, I just point towards that what, what do you want me to do then? Do you want me to go handle the others or Oh, yes, yes, do that. Okay. And uh, with that, I guess I just uh, head down the stairs and outside. Okay. So, and yeah, I you come outside and see the moonwalking horses. Okay. Um, from, from, like, peeking around the doorway, I'm going to cast Eldritch Blast. Yes! It only took you an hour. Well, I have some other cool stuff. 
I mean, to be fair, it, last. It, it took him an hour to use up his two spells. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. Um, good gravy. Do I really get... Uh, uh, yeah, I do. Okay. Um, 23. That'll hit? All right. I deal 2d10 plus 5? Six. I think six. Yep. Um, Twenty damage. Okay. So you look out the window and see this one horse has its head partway through a door. So yep. you decide to attack that one. Yeah. Because it's easy target. Right. And you absolutely obliterate this horse's back end. <laughs> Awesome. And, like, the head and the front part of the body are still stuck in the door. Yeah. But as you watch, the back end just gets blown off. Awesome. And out falls this little black clump of stuff. Yep. It's dead. Awesome. That's not good. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Uh, hello, Ithar here. I'd just like to thank you all for listening to this first episode of our side quest. Uh, if you want to possibly put in a guess as to what you think these creatures are, or what they might be doing here, you can always find us on uh, the Book of Faces. I believe you can call it Facebook. Uh, we are the, the Table Quests page. Be sure to leave a comment and share it. Uh, we're also on uh, Twitter, at Table Quests. We are additionally have a subreddit at r slash Table Quests. Feel free to come in there and make some comments and post. And be sure to share it with all your friends and if you think they would probably enjoy the sort of thing that we're putting out here. Uh, yes, yes. We really can't wait to hear from you and hopefully we'll... See you soon in the second episode of our side quest. But I play D&D for make-believe. I live in a, tour, a, a, a retirement trap in real life. <laughs> <laughs> We're vetoing your game. <laughs> <laughs> we want to play Curse of Straw. <laughs> can, can I call you Teddy? <laughs> It's a little late now. Times already. Yeah. The bull moves halfling. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, what does the half and halfling mean? Does it mean half human or does it mean half? Half and halfling. Hobbit. It's creamer. Half and halfling. <laughs> Would you like some it's half sent- and halfling in your coffee? It's sentient creamer. Oh my gosh. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, that's. I've got one of those in my fridge. All right. All right. I'm writing down half and halfling. That's my <laughs> to use at a future date. Yep. Make sure to cut all of that out.